All right, Eric. Spotlight is on. The spotlight How do we do is shining bright. I don't know. It's shining bright. You know, we skipped the spotlight last week to do our new podcast, the Lost Boys. What is it? Called? God damn it! How can you fuck this up every time? The Lost Boys Pop Culture Podcast. Lost Boys. It's just that easy, folks. Pod. I almost said Lost Boys Pod Culture Pod. I don't know. The Lost Boys Pop Culture Podcast. That is our new pop culture podcast that we were uh, putting out on Wednesdays. We did skip the spotlight last week to do that. Hey, we're uh, just trying something new. No, but Turns the spotlight is like not it. over. Yeah, spotlight is on. Uh, some people were asking, like, oh, man, I bright. like the spotlight. Why did you guys end end it? Why didn't? Why aren't you doing it? And we're like, no, we didn't See, end it. We just didn't look do what it. happens when you don't do something. That's for what a I was going to say. This is why we don't take, Yeah, we don't take a week off because this is what happens. Next thing you know, they forget all about us. Uh, but this is the <laughs> spotlight for yeah, really, it's the spotlight for the week of January twenty sixth, two thousand seventeen. And yeah, the spotlight will go up every Thursday, and the Lost Boys. What is it? God Pop culture. It. I'm the one who even came up with that stupid name, and I cannot remember it. You came up with basically the Lost Boys way back, but I said, oh, we have to put Pop Culture Podcast. Pop, pop, pop. Peter, pick the pepper, pick the Lost boom. Boys Pop Culture Pod. Yes, yeah, that is our new one, and yeah, this is a backdoor advertisement for it. Uh, eventually, there, uh, G-Man was asking in the Get Fresh Crew do, 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 chat, do. and he, he even said on, on uh, Twitter, he wanted to know if that was a uh, official podcast. Will it get its own feed? Will it do this? Will it do that? And eventually, yes, it will. There's, I think there's a lot we, of irons in the fire, everybody. Yes, I think that we've decided that that is a thing that we'll keep doing. Once we do things twice, it's usually a go. Then, uh, and, now uh, we got to do it forever. Fuck. Yep, we're done now. And it started. It's about an hour and a half at the most. We're trying to get it down to possibly an hour, 45 minutes. So what I'm saying is seems good. in six months, it'll be 10 hours. I, I can't see I that being 10 hours. Well, we did this week. We started it up. And, and if people are listening and haven't listened to it, if you if you care to, it will Ooh. be in the feed right along with this spotlight as well for now. Uh, we had a couple news items. And I even looked at the thing and I'm like, we're only going to have like a 15-minute thing. I, I don't think we're going to have enough to talk about. Next thing I know, we're blabbing away. I'm yelling about eating ice cream out of your butt, stuff like that. And See, right I there, don't recall that, but that sounds yeah, entertaining yeah. as hell. Actually, man. that was like uh, – I think it was Brett's or uh, or Jeff's. Like that was his favorite line when I See, said that I was going to what you got to do is you got to get a drumstick so the cone just goes right up there. You can just eat it right yeah. there. Bam, you got a holder and everything. Spoon. I just spoon. put it right in. And, spoon and James. Spoon they don't call you out. that for no reason. Spoon James, indeed. Uh, <laughs> the other thing is, I guess when we ended, I said that I wanted to kill you and I hoped you die. And that I didn't sense. care if you did or not. And there was a little controversy about that as well. Uh, also, something that I'm going to keep a little private until we get to the main podcast, that Toby uh, took a news item from that to heart. And uh, got you a little special present, but I want to I want to oh, actually reveal that in the main podcast. So I will not talk about it here, Eric. But this is the spotlight for our main podcast, Shining which bright. is the Weird Science DC Comics podcast. We're getting too many too many feathers in our cap, Eric. Next thing I know, I, I, I'm wearing a goddamn headdress. Are you? You got a headdress going. That's a lot of feathers. I mean, everybody said, okay, you have the Weird Science DC Comics podcast. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. And you also have 
the Lost Boys, you have Reggie and Chris doing the comics, uh, Weird Comics History and the, com- the Cosmic, Cosmic Treadmill. Treadmill. They want to know, Eric, when can they expect Eric Shea's Friday night movie, uh, Friday night horror movie sleepover. That's what I'm going to call it. I think that's that's what you call it. Friday night horror movie sleepover. Everybody will find that one, Eric. Of course. Yeah. Well, when is this going to debut? When is this horror movie podcast going to debut? When everything comes together. Oh, when it comes together. He means never. Actually, it will. I think it will. Uh, look forward to his four-part symposium on Pumpkinhead. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me. Uh, I'm t- people hear this. It was a two-part symposium. You have to realize we're at work, and all you do is tell me, hey, I think when I do this, I'm going to do this, and I just yell at you. you. Nobody wants that. I try to steer you. I'm trying to guide you, and you never you never take my guidance, Eric. You never do. And when have I ever, in this podcasting business, have I ever let you down? The only time I've ever really failed in any of these things besides joining up with you is making oh. the message board on the site. I was a little ahead of my, my time there, right? That's the biggest failure so far that I've had is try to get the I, message board on the I, site. I don't know because I told you like a year beforehand to put on timestamps. You said, no, Eric, that's too no, hard. Yeah, no, yeah. I didn't say it wouldn't be a good idea. I said, I'm too goddamn busy. I'm a lazy fella, and I get tired. But, yeah, see? But that's not saying I didn't say anything was, you know, I didn't fail. I got some ideas that could work is all. I sit there. Sometimes I'm editing the podcast, and I'm telling you it's 4.30. And people will know because I do this impromptu Mixler show. And I start that at 10.30. And at 6, I'm still editing that goddamn (laughs) podcast. And sometimes I sit there, and I look up, and you would see, like, a thought bubble come up over me. And I just picture you watching a movie and smoking like a badass while I'm editing. I'm like, you fucking bastard. Eric Shea, and then I hit the fucking thought bubble. I get angry. Wow. And then next thing I know, the cellar dweller's on, cackling away. Like a fucking, you <laughs> he know. Gotta do with this. Because he's, he's there laughing at me. He's making me feel bad. The <laughs> cellar dweller, that son of a bitch. Uh, he's yeah, just this, there to help you through some times with his yeah, horrible Yeah, oh yeah, he's there to help me through some times. Actually, when he actually declares uh, it's prime time, bitch, at 8 o'clock, uh, that's usually when I'm almost done editing the podcast at most points. So I, I can smoke like a badass. If Have I you smoke. ever showed up and actually made it for prime no, time? No, I always miss it because I'm editing. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, crap, it's 8. And I go over to here. It's prime time, bitch. Welcome to prime time. I, I always miss it. People have no idea what we're talking about. Not at all. Go check this out Mixler.com yes, slash DC on Sundays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard yep. Time. You'll, cellar you'll dwellers, hear the cellar pop dweller. Pop horror. Eric. Uh, but yeah, this is, this, yep, this is, yeah, that's all we'll do. Back, uh, backdoor <laughs> adverts. Uh, this is the unofficial, official, official, unofficial spotlight of the Weird Science DC Comics podcast where we do review every single book or at least try to. Uh, this week's going to be a little odd on the podcast because I did say it's like a week off for us. Uh, oh, yeah? because Reggie's going to be in LA. Uh, you are going to be out with your girlfriend for her birthday on Saturday night when we usually record. So I said, listen, guys, we're going to streamline it this week. We're going to get everything done before Saturday. And then, you know, if people have to deal with a five-hour podcast, they're going to have to. Because if you're just oh, tuning no. in for this spotlight, our normal podcast can get up to 12, 13 hours, it seems. Uh, but, yeah, 10 hours to me is about the standard now. And that seems yeah. crazy. And it is. And it is filled with a lot of nonsense, but I'd like to think you get a lot of uh, comic book analysis as well. Uh, the thing that I'm getting at, though, I said week off our way 
uh, five-hour podcast? No. This is going to be 12 hours again. I can see it already. We've already talked a bunch of books, though. It was streamlined at first, but it, it, things are starting to get a little long again. Things so. always go off the rails. Yeah, they do. But you know what? We start talking comics, Eric, and we enjoy them so much this week that we can't stop talking. Is that and what happened during Reggie's yeah, session? No, no, no. And also, but before we get on with the, the book for the spotlight tonight, I just want to say, we were right before we went on, we were looking at some comments on our site, which is weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com, where we do review. At gmail.com? At gmail. At, at, I'm having problems. Weirdsciencedccomics.com, right? Yes. <laughs> People are like, what the fuck is wrong with him? Uh, we were reading comments on the site. What What is really wrong with me is I don't have an outline. I'm just sitting here staring at my soundboard and uh, talking to you. Here, just wanting to hit buttons. There you go. go. Yeah, I just wanted to hit button. But no, uh, somebody had called us out that we were uh, shock reviewers and we were doing things for shock value and that's why we rate things low and all these critically acclaimed books we rate low and the things that suck we go high. There's no plan. I wish no. that person – the person was anonymous on the site. Fuck them. Uh, go to uh, some other site that just gives eights and aboves and fucking be happy. Because you'll find a alone. lot of those. Yeah, there is. Uh, there's no shock value. Uh, we read a book, and that's how we think it, and that's how it goes. But it's going to go into this book that we're talking about for the spotlight tonight, which is the big event book. It's the finale, Eric. And the finale we had said, of Rebirth's first event. Yep, and we had said before, my opinion was the story was not very big for the first event, and also it just it just wasn't great. It started out – here's the thing. It's good. And I'll say it continues to be good, though this finale, I think, is a little lackluster. Uh, this finale, though, points towards a little nefarious intent for this event that yeah. seems to be just an event set up to bring you the JLA book. Uh, and I, I keep equating that to you doing the Future Zen book that after a goddamn year seemed like all it was was to launch the new Batman Beyond book with Dick uh, or Tim Drake as Batman Beyond. A fucked up and, thing to do for a whole year of an event. Yes, this at is least, just a Batman Beyond book that what went 13, yeah, like yeah. 14 yep. issues. Yep, and at least though this event, quote-unquote event, uh, is only – Six issues, but yeah. it, it was okay. I enjoyed it as a I'm whole. I'm telling you, we, we were talking to somebody on Twitter, I believe it was, earlier this week, yeah, who, and, they and they put it exactly. perfectly. Yep. They said, if this was a crossover, it would be great, but as an event, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, crossover, it is pretty good. Uh, an event to me, the problem with this, and we got talking about it because of that, an event to me is something that affects the whole line. It affects the whole universe. This did not seem to do that. It just seemed to reside in the Justice League and the Suicide Squad books. And that even those, are the, the tie-ins they had there, those were a yeah, loose and even so, tie-ins. I'm not even just saying the tie-ins and the books themselves. I'm saying the teams and the characters right. involved. I mean, there's no, you know, Dick Grayson isn't in Bloodhaven thinking, oh, my God, I better get to, you know, Washington, D.C. to help out. He's just doing his thing. He's with his own thing, Eric. <laughs> yeah, but He's like you, goddamn you know what I'm robot spiders yeah, do his own thing. like a, a Futures, uh, not Futures, a Forever Evil uh, which to me, I, I, even Convergence, Convergence just completely, they shut God down damn, the thing and he went. Event. But that was outside the universe anyway. Yeah. But, uh, you know, to me, Forever Evil was the last kind of huge event 
that happened within the universe and had ramifications all into the dark side war. And if you want to consider the dark side war an event as well, but to me, Forever Evil was the big one and was good. Well, Forever because, Evil was huge. It had all these tie-ins yeah. to the event. It had its own book. It had freaking spin-off series like Arkham War, Argus, and it, Rose it Rebellion. Still is a, and it still has effects. In the thing, you know, Lex Luthor being yeah. this good guy and, and taking the mantle of Superman even comes from well, that. You have all these things. And Except for the Justice League dark aspect of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? It, this this event, it, it just seems at the end just a manufactured way, a forced way to, to force in this JLA team. Almost like the Justice League of America book back in the uh, the New 52 that was from just the, made Trinity to get us the Trinity War. Yeah, to get us yeah. The Forever Evil. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that seemed like another fight. It just... But we'll get into it. We are going to talk tonight about this final of the Just League vs. Suicide Squad. I just wanted to say, in general, uh, I do like the event. I, I like it more as a crossover than an event. Yeah, me as well. Uh, and it just it, it lost a little momentum as it went on to me. I know you like Last Issue uh, more than I, really I did. I Last Issue. But even so, looking at it through uh, after this... That just kind of – like you didn't like it because of the – you just liked it because of just the action and, and stuff going on. But in all in all, just this Eclipso stuff, it just wasn't that exciting to me. Well, as, I'm telling you, that was the first like you know glimpse we had of this Eclipso. Because before this, it didn't look the same whenever we'd see him in yeah. 52 or whatever. He looked like the Green Goblin in my mind. Always hated Eclipso. I thought this was going to be my way to finally get on board with the character and they're going to show me something badass yeah, yeah. and cool. yeah. But but did we get a lot of eclipse? Nope. You know what I'm saying? That's the problem. That's the main problem with me is that when you have an event that deals with the big bad as Eclipso and you get more about Killer Frost because you're trying to force her into another book, I, I start to get a little upset about it. But yeah. let, let's get right into it, Eric. Let's get into it to the nitty-gritty. Justice League versus Suicide Squad number six, written by Joshua Williamson with art by Howard Porter, Alex Sinclair, and Rob Lee. Our first Rebirth event concludes with this issue, and for all the hype and hubbub, it all comes down to rushing to an end just so we can have our Bridge to Just League of America in February. All is well that ends well, I guess, but since this ended with a hokey line and an ice prism that makes sunlight, I can't say that all is well. No, no, it, it just seemed, it seemed very, it's almost like, we've had this before in just regular story arcs where it's almost like you get to the sixth issue and, uh, you know, Joshua Williamson is writing, and I think he did a good job. All right, job. pick up all the toys. we got to get them back yeah, where they yeah, were. Yeah, we, we haven't been, you know, big, huge fans of The Flash that Joshua Williamson has been writing, but I, I'm more on board with that as well now. And I'm I think you, he did a good job. Ever since this event started, I think, I, his yeah. writing in my mind improved. Like, in The Flash, it got better, and here I really yeah. enjoyed what yeah, he's given I, us. Yeah, I enjoyed it. There is nothing, I think, wrong with his writing. The no. overall story, I think, is uh, – a lot determined by editorial and things like that. Like you said, they're they're not going to let Joshua Williamson just take everything and do what the hell he wants. He's been told yeah. what he's to do. But the way this read to me is he's there writing his, you know, sixth issue. And he's like, okay, I'm out there. Like, hey, Joshua, you almost done that? Yeah, yeah, I'm almost done. Boy, wait do you see the next two issues. They're like, uh, buddy. It's a huh? six-issue fucking t holy shit, and he's got to go back and fuck because everything seemed very rushed and forced to a point where it was gradually leading up this. You had this whole buildup with Maxwell Lord and how he can control minds. I mean, they really he really pushed that in, and then you get a clip so, and you almost have to make that jump yourself that we were talking about. Where okay, there's a clip so he's also able to now use Maxwell Lord's thing, and it's making it like super. But they never really spelled that out. 
It's no. something like almost you had to kind of jump to it, even if you didn't. That's what Eclipso does anyway. But then all of a sudden, when you get full out Eclipso, it just ends. And it ends in such a hokey way that even the way it ends kind of tied in a little to the Steve Trevor Justice League well, I'm book. I'm telling you, that, that Steve Trevor Justice League book, in my mind, was like almost if, if it was the fact where Joshua Williams had a lot more story to tell, but he couldn't, like, all right, we need another tie-in, and I guess we'll take it from Steve Trevor's point of yeah, view. Yeah, and, I need and to make people understand that people are being affected all over the city. All over the city and being really affected by the sunlight. That, yeah. That's what the Steve Trevor book really, to me, could have been anybody in that book. It was only to show show that everybody was being affected and kind of you know the the basis of their their effect there you know it's the same eclipso stuff they're going to think their basis thoughts and and get crazy but yeah. also how it could be stopped and really i think that not reading that if somebody went in and was just reading this main event book i think at points they might have been a little confused of what's going on here with this light prism and things like that but even that i was a little confused because yeah. there you have killer frost she has these crazy ass powers and basically you're using her to make an ice prism to that reflect will take light that, heat vision and, and turn make it into it, sunlight and make it uv they really spelled out that it was uv light yeah. that was going to and i understand that superman gets his powers from the sun the heat vision i never thought of as a full out you know that he was sh- i don't know shooting uv rays i i guess it is it just seemed weird to me it seemed like a real big jump but really that's the whole issue that really is the whole issue there is not much going on here uh just to start and except for the c- continued redemption of killer frost yeah yeah and killer frost but yeah it starts off and i think you're supposed to you have poor deadshot and poor deadshot here is he's he's set up eric because basically you have to have in this book a clipso show somebody do like think the most awful thing ever before yeah. he tries to do it to Killer Frost who fights it. You have to have somebody that you see, oh my God, this is so awful because basically he has Deadshot and he's like, oh man, you know, what do you want to do, Deadshot? And Deadshot thinks basically, hey, you know what? I have my daughter and that's that's my moral compass even. Yeah, but she in keeps this, me from becoming yes, a full on goddamn somebody, monster. But in this, while he's being eclipsed, it's more of the she's in my way without her i do so he wants to kill his daughter the one thing that he it, loves the one thing that keeps darkest him idea that people keep to themselves yes, because they know no. it's a fucked up thought and yeah. they don't want to bring and again it to the surface. I, I like this i think joshua williamson does a great job because i bet you at one point at some point deadshot has killed a guy or done something and then felt guilty about it like i shouldn't be doing this i'm a father of my daughter and like Boy, it might have been a lot. Like, I'm telling you, sometimes I'll say it. You know, I go grocery shopping and have to get fucking seven gallons of milk a week, Eric. And I sit there and I'm like... If I had one kid, boy, this this would be a lot easier. Be a lot easier. And it's not like I'm going home and, and you know poisoning their food like their hamburger helper last Thursday. I'm not doing that, Eric. Oh, honestly, I'm not I poisoning was shocked slowly. Because when we got on tonight, you're like, oh yeah, all my boys are sleeping. Like, did, did he put knockout drops That's in goddamn? Right. It's eight thirty in the goddamn drops. night. Yeah, they're they're all tired. We were playing some b ball. I was schooling Ooh, on some outside of the school. Eric. No, no, just b ball at the Y. Uh, but no, you know what I mean. Everybody thought this. I, if you oh, yeah. think that you haven't, then you're full of crap everybody thinks i mean you you're there and you're married and points you're like boy i wonder what it'd be you know if i was a single guy all it takes is somebody a friend of yours to be a single guy or girl and you're like i remember those days (laughs) i remember those 
these days. But well, uh, like, you know, laying in bed and your girlfriend's fucking sitting there snoring like a goddamn monster. You're just laying there because you can't fall asleep with this noise running. And you think, hmm. what would happen if I just put this pillow over her face and pressed down yeah, really I goddamn mean, it, hard? You know, I, I don't know who this fellow you're talking about <laughs> is, Eric. But, yeah, you, you wonder a lot. Uh, but, yeah, you have to have this. You have to have this set up so that people who, even people who didn't read the Steve Trevor book. But I think this spells it out even more because this is a character that we know. And yeah. it's a character that we and know also with this, loves uh, like, his daughter. With this being the Suicide Squad, and just like if you were reading Suicide Squad as yes. well, we had this great backup in the first issue of Suicide Squad featuring Deadshot and his daughter. Yeah, and um, here's the thing where I'll give I'll give Joshua Williamson full full out props because again I I love Joshua Williamson I like all of his things it's just when he came onto the DCU it was a little shaky this yeah. is also great because he picked one character that people who seen the movie would even know you know oh, from yeah, watching the movie that, yeah, that right. Deadshot loves his daughter that's basically and really to me since that movie is when they really started pushing it in the Definitely. comics as well but it it works it works perfectly because you're setting up that Eclipso is what he does is make you think the worst and it's a great setup that has and what payoff he does later. you're Eclipso yeah you're Eclipso it has great payoff later uh, when he tries to do it too killer frost because basically Eclipso's just running roughshod through this universe and just ripping or through earth and and the capital and just ripping people into Eclipso and stuff but he grabs amanda waller and it's weird that he really doesn't like didn't you expect like right away for him to just Eclipso her and, and get kind on with of. it i i was thinking about it after the fact too because i think there is a bit of maxwell lord in there that still wants this whole gloating yeah. thing he wants no, to I, it's also everything. too i think that that's the point i think that Eclipso himself and again, where we really ripped into that Steve Trevor deal, I do think that he Eclipso, this is who he, he needs wants an audience. now. Yes, he, this is who he wants as the audience. The person who pretty much put this all together, he wants her to see the trouble that she's caused, the destruction, and, and that she uh, has led him to just take over I the think, whole I think world. I think we use the analogy during that justly time with Steve Trevor where it's like it's like a vampire took over the world. You can't eat all the vampires. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't have, have to have somebody left. that you don't turn into a vampire. You're all just... And it's funny, too, because in the background of the thing, even Eclipso's like, hey, Manuel, do you care to dance? And in the one point in the panel where Lobo's getting heat vision by Superman, it is basically... To me the joker and harley's dance thing if you if you look at it yeah. now they're like dancing like the joker and harley there it's very odd he's dancing around with her uh but in the meantime batman figures out what you have to do to stop all this and and at this point and, and shit's pretty goddamn dire at this point because where we started out i'm saying it was still pretty bad the odds just because we had the justice league yeah. completely eclipsed it and batman had lobo and the suicide yeah. squad yep. on his team by the time Batman figures out what to do, the entire Suicide yeah, Squad, the suicide for squad. Frost yep. and Lobo, have yep. been eclipsed. And again, because we know what's going to happen and where they're going and things like that, it is kind of forced to me, or a little hokey, that Killer Frost and Lobo remain. Exactly. Those and, are the two uh, we're left with. Yeah, yeah. And I, I would have even loved it. They could have went to the whole thing where what you happen with Killer Frost, but I would have liked to see Eclipso try to do something to Lobo, and Lobo just like, fuck you. This is Lobo the shit. Lobo is right that on Main Street. He yeah, you know have what I mean? He's like, secrets. yeah, that's what I'm Don't saying. I actually would have, I would have liked that as a compliment to the Killer Frost stuff, too, because yeah, yeah Lobo doesn't have secrets. I, I'm sure it'd be funny too. It almost to me, 
it would end up being like Harley did when Zod went ballistic in the Suicide Squad and made everybody crazy and Harley became sane because it almost did that. Lobo, all of a sudden, he's like, ooh, I don't, I don't want to hurt anybody. You know, you know all what of I mean? Sudden, in, my, in my mind, it's like, you know what I wish, Bastage? I wish I would have killed all the Cesareans instead of just yeah, saying I yeah. did. Uh, even, that, even that, I think that it'd be like his deep secret is that he's a real nice guy. He's like, <laughs> oh, my, my dark secret, Bastage? I'm a real lovable guy. And then he just like sits there and tries to help. But it would have been funny, but they don't go with that. But no. it, in the meantime, Batman says, out of nowhere... Hey, Killer Frost, you have to make a prism that is going to reflect Superman's heat vision and then turn it into UV, UV rays that will, you know, get everybody out of being eclipsed. Uh, the other thing that I don't think that they spelled out enough in the Steve Trevor tie-in that really you, you have to keep going back to the UV stuff with that. I didn't really get the idea that the people that he UV'd, I know that they They, they kind of survived. were set on fire. Yeah, this is what I'm saying is in a roundabout way, it kind of seemed like he was really hurting them and maybe they passed out I'm and didn't you, they really became so. vampires at this yeah. point where they got hit by sunlight and burned to a crisp. Yeah, yeah. I never thought like, oh, he's healed them he kept using those <laughs> he, lights to get them away look, you heal things with fire jim yes oh yeah he fire good a great but, purifier and even that they had him running around with it and i i was like even when i read that i was like it's funny because they don't want to show steve trevor kill people but they're kind of skirting the issue here but yeah she makes this uh this prism in the meantime she's having problems holding it together she needs more energy but luckily before that <laughs> superman hits the prism and it actually goes on all well, of our heroes this, this is a great line though it's like superman flies up like you've lived in the shadows for so long batman don't you think it's time for you to become one of the one with the dark he's like no matter what you do superman you'll never be human ever i know it you know it and, and your, your son, son knows, knows it. And it burn. Yeah, it's pretty good because basically he's just egging oh, he's him just on. Goading him into this and goddamn yeah. deep it'd, be, so it'd be funny if it's like he miscalculates. He's dead. But uh, yeah, it, it gets all of them, and then Killer Frost. They have to keep it going. They want to, you know, heal everything. Yeah, she doesn't after have the light. blast of heat vision. She's out of power and cannot yeah, she's sustain out of the power. prism. Yep, and it, it's melding. She's trying to keep it together, and she can't. Batman says, "Listen." Take my energy. Take me. Uh, and she's like, it'll kill you. He's like, yeah, I know. He's, willing to do yeah. it. he's like, I know. And that, that's a really cool part where he's like, I know it will, but we got to do this. And that's when the rest of the Just League See, and the I, so, yeah. I like to think, though, it's like this is all like a jokey manner kind of thing. But Batman saw everybody's okay. He was just putting on this big yeah. suit so everybody he could was overhear just doing him. So people yeah. thought he was cool. <laughs> Look at that Batman. He's like, hey, guys, it's almost like he's in a, uh, a hockey game and it's the guys who start the fight and then get behind the ref and start yelling. They're pointing over you. Oh, you yeah. know there's not going to be a fight. That's when they start trash dogging. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, and this is a good deal because it's everyone. Except Boomerang. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Justice League and the Suicide Squad. Boomerang's like, huh, yeah, yeah, women and children first. I'm getting out of here, mate. Uh, but yeah. yeah I don't she... really want to be sucked on by Killer Frost here because it might hurt. Yeah. Yep, and right before she is going to do this, this is where Eclipso comes and blasts them and then grabs uh, Caitlin. It's like, you know what? I, what do you deny yourself of? What is your thing that you don't want to admit to yourself? And basically what she wants is, like I said, it's almost what I wanted from Lobo. What she wanted is that she wants to make a difference, and she attacks 
you know, Eclipso and just uses his energy, I guess, against him and then blows him up. And with the blowing up, the sun, uh, you know, is out and everybody's cured. That's basically it. And uh, that's young. the one thing, though. When she when he goes to it, I like it too. It's almost like the Hulk in the first Avengers yeah. movie. Like, like, my secret is I'm always angry. Like, yeah, yeah. Her secret, her deepest, darkest secret is that she actually maintains a bit of hope that she's still yeah, good. Yeah, she, and when she he draws us out. She uses his energy to maintain the prism yep. right when Superman hits it with his uh, heat vision, yep. blasts the Eclipso head on, and yep. blowing the heart of darkness out of his chest. Yeah, and even even to the point she also freezes him in place, and that, yep. yeah, Superman hits it, and it blows. And then you have everybody there, and then you have them just laying there in a heap, uh, and they did it. It's funny because uh, Killer Frost is just laying there in this crater that was causing – we, we did it. <laughs> Thank you. You did. <laughs> and you can see. Out, and I'm telling you, you see, normal. Maxwell Lord, he's got the uh, the mark there that was supposed to help him control. And uh, yeah, that's right where the heart of darkness was. I'm thinking that yep. wasn't like you know the, the freaking uh, shaman on Diablo Island kind of fucked him over. Like, yeah, he was, I think he was setting him up. Yeah, this you're is setting, a bullseye. Here's the thing: if you were the shaman of the heart of darkness, I don't know that that's the person you want to trust to to keep you from it. You know what I no. mean? He might have been setting him up. Uh, but this is when Waller comes Fuck to, you, which is funny too. You, you have Waller, who seems to be the first one to wake up. It's like all these superheroes, and it's Waller who gets up Waller and Killer Frost. Waller goddamn damage this entire time. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Waller basically tells Killer Frost, "Listen." Grab him, grab Max o Lord, and kill him now. And she's like, I can't, I quit. And that was one of the big things that I had an issue with. Uh, like, you, you can't. She, she would have that button. She would have blown Killer Frost's head right up right there. Uh, but she doesn't. She, she lets it go. I, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if she actually has any of this on her because she was just kind of taken by Superman. Yeah, really I know, quick. but still, I think that she has things available. It's she has a phone. You're right. You know, she has an ad. I don't know. It's it's just for her to say I quit kind like of. Like all is, of a sudden it should be like voice activated per person. Uh, yeah, like all I, I, I actually think when Zucchini, she says. Z-U-C-C-H-I-N-I, boom. Yeah, when she says I quit, and Waller, I would have just liked Waller to be like, you, you don't quit. <laughs> There's no quit here. You're, you're doing what I say. But she kind of passes out then anyway. Uh, but then you go back to Bell Rev, and they're having a powwow. And I, this is probably my favorite part of the issue, just because <laughs> of how fun it is. You have all of the Just League and the Suicide Squad kind of paired off with one another, uh, talking about their powers and things. And even like Simon Baz is showing like scars and, uh, to Deadshot. Deadshot's showing him stuff. And yeah, it's all got, freaking Jaws about oh, I it. Love I love like it. That, but... Yeah, and, uh, yeah uh, Simon's like, Got this one from Atrocitus. And hey, nothing tried to get impaled by Deathstroke. What I is Cyborg? Enchantress and what's Cyborg? Yeah. What's Cyborg doing with with uh, Killer Croc? I think he's checking his teeth after he's been on Aquaman. Yeah, that's what the weirdest thing is. I'm like, when did Cyborg become a dentist? He's got all these tools with him. Everybody else is having fun. You know, kind of banner back and forth. Cyborg, they, they make him sit in the watchtower all this time and just look at monitors. Now that he's there, he his way things. to... His way to relax is his dental surgery. You never kn- knew he wanted to be a dentist. He's just and like really, Hermes. He wants to why, work on bicuspids. Why couldn't they have Aquaman just come over and help him out? You know, Aquaman did Aquaman it. Actually, he did. Aquaman parts of Killer Croc. That's what I'm saying. I really do think at the next Aquaman annual, we will see what happened I, in I, Amnesty I want it Bay. More than we anything have to. Right now. We have to. Because there he is. He, yeah, and really, I say that it was Aquaman's fault. It wasn't. Killer Croc bit him. But still. Uh, yeah, Jessica's there. Just stay away from me. 
Enchantress. You're a good girl, Jessica. Say no. Book. What did Enchantress do this entire time? I don't know. She she woke up now. She always gets knocked out. Yeah, she wasn't she in that final battle at all. No. Yeah, it's because she's too powerful. You you can't have her in a battle like that because she's you know pretty much would I kill everyone instantly. I don't know why they have her on this team because yeah, nobody has anything for her to I do. I don't know. It's because of the movie. That's know, it. Still, and in the movie, she was the villain. So yeah. they still uh, – I do actually like uh, Wonder Woman and uh, Boomerang where Boomerang's yeah. like, hey, really? There's no, there's no, I'll be the only man on the island? She's like, no, there'd still be no man. He's throwing shade at Boomerang. Wonder Woman. Yeah. In the meantime, you do realize that uh, you know a couple key guys and women are out of the picture and they go to it. There's Superman going to talk to Caitlin. I like that because Caitlin even said, you know what, Superman is – and whether or not – we talked about it before whether or not it was this superman or the new 52 superman that she saw in the past still superman and inspired the hope and it also led to her having the hope that she could make a difference as well and it really came out well in this story and really she saved the day because of that and you know he's just talking to her and i really do like it i like the two and uh you know, she said, she's like, man, I should be on the Suicide Squad. What I did was suicide. I mean, the way I tried to do this, I shouldn't have done. And Superman, no where I want to I let Rocky hear this. There is a difference between suicide and sacrifice. And this is exactly what she did. And Superman says, no, that was sacrifice. You put yourself on the line to you're save everybody. Yeah, you're I don't a know why Superman sounds baby. like that, but. <laughs> you're a hero, baby. That's what he says. Uh. <laughs> But then we go off, and, and then now we get a little hokey. Now we're going to really get into the point where it, it nails in that this is all just a setup for this JLA book. Honestly, uh, I, it's a, I'm telling you, I don't even consider this the hokey part of it. I think I, this is the very forced, like, okay, now we need our bridge to get us to well, freaking that's JLA. What I'm saying. That's why I say hokey. It just when it happened, like I kind of rolled part my eyes. happens after this in my mind. Really? I just think, uh, to, to me, well, yeah, but to me... Just Batman saying to Amanda Waller, no, no, Killer Frost is coming with me. Uh, like hell she is. She's a killer. No, no, no. You know, she's just going to join us. And, okay, well, so what you're saying is you'll kind of be her probation officer. Like, yeah, we will. And then that's where Batman says to her, hey, you know what? I think I misjudged this Suicide Squad. There's room for both teams. I'm like, bullshit he would ever say that there is no possible way that he would say he would immediately say shut your goddamn squad down this is nonsense even though they ended up helping there's no way i agree with you on this fact but to a degree too the only thing that allows amanda like allows him to take killer frost the end is him saying this because he says that he really seems like he means it and i do not like it i I get the idea he's like listen you're shutting this down. Then his, the bat phone rings. Hello? Dan DiDio? What? They have a book? Shit. You know what? There's room for both of these teams. <laughs> I, I'm saying this, it's so ridiculous to them even mention well, it. It should have been Batman done. saying to Amanda Waller, listen. I, I always have to do it in his voice. But listen, I have my eye on you. And then Amanda Waller goes, yeah, I got my eye on you as well. And they look at each other and Bruce. walk away would have been fine. Yeah, even like that, almost like at the end of the Suicide Squad Suicide movie. Squad, yeah. But I would like, I would have liked that, that they both – and almost like they look at each other like, you know what, good job, wink, wink. But you know what, we're back to being what we are and – motherfucker you broke into the goddamn bat cave and there's going to be hell to pay because there still is that out there that she just walked into the bat cave he's got to say something about it and he doesn't but 
Uh, That's one thing I can take away from this that I, you know, I can kind of wrap my head around is that what he's doing with Clayface right now, Clayface should be a member of the Suicide Squad for what, all the shit he's done. He is working with Clayface. He has found some redemption in Killer Frost, no, who is yes. a member of the team. No, he I, might I, find I'm more telling you, I, I he do does not, not believe in yeah. what like, Miranda Waller no, is doing no. with the team. Exactly. But, but that's still, what I'm saying. I'm saying. I agree. I agree that Batman thinks that, that he's seen that Killer Frost is – and even Waller says she's a killer, and he's like, she's more than that. And I can even think in my head I can connect that with – the uh the whole thing with Clayface and you know what yeah. these these people are supposed to be bad some of them really aren't bad whether or not they've killed people in the past or what they've done some of these people do deserve Everybody redemption some of the people had and some of the people have been giving a bad lot in life I yeah. you know poor Clayface the guy would just be an award winning actor and instead you know he's this monstrosity and uh, but deep down he just wants to be a good guy like, I'm saying whether Batman knows any of this or whether it's in continuity or not. As we've yeah. seen previously, like Killer Croc, he's like he's freaking was Roy's AA sponsor. You know, he yeah, wasn't yeah. a bad guy for a bit Which, of this. That was Harley awesome Quinn too. in her own book, Batman and the Christmas, gave her a ride back to yeah. Coney Island. No, and here's the thing also, even with more of Killer Croc, at points Killer Croc was helping Catwoman in her yeah. book at the end and was a really good guy. Uh, I'm not saying anything about Batman saying, you know, these people deserve redemption. Like, I, I understand him, and after this event, Killer Frost does kind of makes sense if Batman's going to start this new team. I think what I told you is it almost seems like the the idea of the JLA uh, came to his mind almost as a reason to help Killer Frost and then grab yeah. all these other people. That, you know, it's one of those, Eric. Batman thought that he was teaching them a lesson. They're going <laughs> to teach him the lesson. But I think that's how the whole book will it, be. He's so going to have these we discuss, people. We, we discussed this all week where the like the story that we keep hearing is that this JLA team is more of a social justice where they're dealing yeah, with more yeah. street stuff, more like society stuff. And, and it's going to be like the, the – it, it is a team. It's been spelled out that a team that more represents the diversity of our world nowadays yeah. and are going to be involved in but, the issues that are those, that not from the antiquated get, stuff. From what I get from this event, though, it's that Batman needs a B team in case shit like this ever yeah, happens. Yeah, I said again. I. It's weird because I don't get that. I, I just because I know that the, it's weird because when you think of that, oh, if the if the Justice League goes down or whatever, like kind of the Suicide Squad is like that. They also like something like this Eclipso. Everybody's fucked. I mean, for the most part, if yeah. this happens again and Killer Frost isn't out and about, it, like they're fucked. Whoever and if if anybody just gets caught by surprise, like Batman should have been Eclipsoed. He just ended up underneath Bell Rev when it, it fucking collapsed. That's the only thing that saved him, really. And if he would have been Eclipsoed, it would have been all over. There would have been nobody to get well, the that, plan. Honestly, so. I don't know if he would have taken Batman either, simply because he didn't have powers. Yeah, but it's still – he's still a, a guy. He knows you know, what the deal is. Oh, I get you. I, I'm I just saying, though, because he didn't take any of the Suicide Squad because no, they were losers. Yeah, but then that, they like, did. You know. I'm saying then they – and also, it's weird because you say that. The only reason Batman wasn't taken is because it would have been convenient. Him. It would have been better <laughs> for the story because they were – he was taking hobos. <laughs> just out and about. Why the hell would he? You know, he's eclipsing a, a guy there, warming his hands over a, chili, a barrel. Well, you always need chili, and you need that. But yeah, uh, 
But I, I do like the idea of this team coming out of this with the JLA book. But like I said, I don't like Batman giving like almost like the thumbs up and the pat on the back to Amanda Waller that no, there's room for this. I think that he would never I say that. I try to make even excuses he, for it, though, honestly. Even if he believed it, I don't think it would say it. I would have rather him say, you know what, you know, you, you have your deal, but I'm going to keep an eye on it. The minute that you go over the line, I'm going to fucking be there to stop you. Yeah, right. And then Amanda Waller saying, well, you know what? Fuck. Same here, buddy, because, you know, you may think that you're on the up and up, but I know the shit you've done. Bruce. Tim Drake. Uh, Actually, if she just said, I, you know, I know you don't usually deal with bad guys like Clayface. And then they could have went like, touche, and walk away. But this is where we both laugh because he goes off from here. And Lobo just happens to find his rocket motorcycle, Eric. It's on the roof, and he's going to take off. He's like, oh, man, my space hog, baby, where you been? And that's where Batman wants to talk to him. And it's weird, too, because Lobo, like, right off the bat, he went to find his motorcycle rocket deal, his rocket bike. And, his space uh, hog. I, I don't like to call it space hog. Uh, I, I like that as, uh, I don't know, that sounds very derogatory to, to uh, aliens, Eric, a space hog. I'm telling you, though, and, uh, why is the space hog just parked on the roof i don't know it's just parked there but yeah batman wants to talk and immediately lobo's gonna kill him uh, and i'm like lobo why did you leave this why didn't you try to do this before you were right next to him before now all of a sudden you're gonna kill him uh but batman ends up they he doesn't fight him it's such a weird scene how it's set up like he's gonna like man i'm gonna kill you i'm gonna do this and then he's like you know what you got uh, maxwell lord out of my head by by blowing it up and i owe you one if you need anything done a job if don't you matter. ever need a job done i'll yeah. give you a freebie yeah, he says, I don't give a frag how messy or crazy. I'll give you one freebie, and the main man never breaks his word. And then Batman's like, hey, I already have a job for you. But frickin' Lobo's heading <laughs> off planet now. And he says, you'll join the Justice League. And that, that uh, both that, of us both had an issue with this because that's that, not a job. That's, that's a not career. a job. Yeah, that is a full-out career. And, yeah, even Lobo looks confused, but really, this is like, no, 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 I, I meant, like, you want me to kill Joker? I I'll go yeah, do it. I'm you down. you yeah. need me to, you know, all of a sudden, Raja Ghul attacks you, and you need, you know, some heavy fists here and guns, and somebody will go over the line? I might even do a I'm your man. construction work on the back end if you need it, but yeah, uh, really, yeah. you know, a quick you job. Yeah, really, yeah, I play a killer bass, you want to start <laughs> a band, you know, I, I, I kind of look like somebody you know, from Kiss, maybe? I, want, I once played Hamlet, you know, you want yeah, to do a really, I have a lot of things I can do. I, I'm a killer guy at, at writing dark poetry. If you ever need anything about stealing the night, Eric, you I'm your man. But yeah, this is like – You ever want to ride on the space hog? I'm yeah, the you, you want to ride. You need an Uber. Don't call the Uber. Call the space hog. Call Lobo, the main man. And this is so over the top with us. And we did say, and I did make a sound effect because it's like, hey, you know. And also, we go with this whole thing with the justice, uh, the social justice warrior stuff that this JLA seems to be like. I'm telling you, Lobo shows up the meeting, and we, we made this crazy sound effect of Lobo getting the fuck out. But to me, the JLA has meetings, and they're like, they okay, get, what yeah, are we yeah. gonna do? And they're oh, like, who wants, oh, to, you know, who wants to read over the last minutes? Yeah, and they're like. <laughs> I'm the fuck out. See you, bastards. They will, they will hear that sound effect. They'll hear every time. It's like, hey, hey, Lobo, uh, you know, what are we doing now, bastards? Oh, you know what? Uh, there's this uh, sweatshop in China where kids are making Nike shoes. <laughs> See you, 
you later. Why would he be involved in this team? I'm telling you. There are so many times in this that I, there's not a situation. I'm telling you, <laughs> even when they say, like, hey, uh, Ryan Troy's like, oh, yeah, you know what? We got to go in the microverse. Uh, I got to find my mentor, uh, Ray Palmer. Huh. You know what? <laughs> out. Lobo out. And he's off. I, I'm telling you. It's so funny because I wonder, I hope that for, to God that at some point Lobo's like, I already did your one job. I'm out of yeah. here, Batman, because he does Is Lobo only in it for the first six issues? Because you're talking yeah. about a job. A job. He was going to do one thing for him. And it's just not Lobo's thing. A, a team is bad enough. I'm telling but you, a team it was like okay this. when he was on Stormwatch because he just sat in the corner and said, I don't even know why I'm here. Yeah, yeah. he basically said he didn't know why he was here. It's like you. You're like, hey, can you take me home at lunch, Jim? <laughs> I'm out of here, bastard. But no, it's 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 very it's very forced. And I can't say that anything in this whole event – see you, Lobo. I don't think anything Lobo. in this event uh, – Really gets me to think that Lobo would really be on the team. I'm telling you, when he's a man of his word, he said a job. He, a job. he just laugh at Batman and get the hell out of there. Why but, are you uh, taking advantage of the main man now? Yeah, he is. Batman is taking advantage of the main man, and it, it, then the the issue ends then with Maxwell Lord. He's you know in this prism. That I don't. What would suspended you call it? Suspended in a bubble. Yeah, he's suspended Being in a bubble with, with blood thinners. Yeah, with blood thinners, and this is spelled out. Amanda Waller and him talk, and this goes back to the whole thing where I said last issue that i did feel bad for maxwell lord because uh, he is one of the villains that i love uh he thinks that what he was doing is right and yeah. really he this isn't a guy who I, I it's hard to say because he is a piece of shit but he really did have good intentions really at the end like lex luther you know even when he has that it's that sort of villain uh yeah. but even in the bottom end of lex luther normal plan is i don't trust that dirty alien superman I. and i fucking hate him maxwell lord just is like he wanted peace that basically is the end he wanted credit for it he yeah. was you know he went about it the fully wrong way and he I, i'm blaming his goddamn mother eric his mother screwed him his mother raised him in such a fucked up way and the last things that she said to him really skewed everything if, if it wasn't for that he probably would have risen through the, through the ranks of checkmate even would have been maybe the right hand man of amanda waller in yeah. the suicide squad thing or in the government and things like that it's just that his his ability it, it made it worse too because he can control people and took advantage of that but in the end i think that he had good intentions it's just he really went over the top and then got a clip out and all that uh, and honestly the whole thing too the only reason he did all of this is because amanda waller set it up from the yeah. get-go, she knew everything that was going to go down here. She let it known to Maxwell that they had the heart of darkness. Yep. It, all it's stuff. been set so up he, all and along. where the lost prisoners were, so yep. he could do. She is the biggest goddamn strategist, tactician she is, and ever. She's, goddamn again, met. though, it, it's almost like she has over-strategized. Though it really seemed like. I don't know. It seemed like too convoluted a plan just for her oh, because I agree. because Maxwell Lord says basically this whole plan was for the Justice League to allow the Suicide Squad. That's all yep. it was. Now, here's the thing. Fuck the Justice League. This is a government organization that she has complete control over. They are not a covert organization in that way. She is a black ops government agency. You know, shit goes wrong. They, they won't. You know, they disappear on you. But still, why do they need the – why does she need Batman's 
a fucking Batman just found out about him weeks ago. And really, the reason that they seemed to find out seemed to be part of the plan of the. It just it, to me, it was so hokey, and it just was a way to end this and tie it all up to oh, make yeah. it seem like you know Amanda Waller's still the big bitch that you know the the bitch is back, Eric, and, and <laughs> walks away with it. But it really oh, Amanda Waller got a groove back. It's it's such a convoluted plan of what she ended up wanting to have. Like she could have had a powerpoint presentation in the bat cave and shown batman exactly what was good about the suicide squad she could have maybe gotten a lot of less people killed a lot of people got killed here because of her plan i guess uh she's lucky that killer frost came through at the end because that was not part of her plan no Uh, but like you said he's maxwell lord's being pumped with uh blood thinners and would bleed out if he uses his ability, I think that's a pre- actually to me that's a really cool uh, solution to Maxwell Lord at the point so because it's not it's really high ass. tech. It's no. just like it is really taking advantage of his ability and making it a liability to him now. Uh, but yeah, the whole thing with her setting all of this up just for the Suicide Squad deal uh, to me was hokey. But he says you're, you're not going to. This is the hokey bit. For yeah, me. yeah. Well, yeah, because you Maxwell Lord is pretty hokey because it's. Over the top and the yeah. like the complex nature it was, of this yeah, plan. Yeah, that that's crazy to me. But yeah, then you have Maxwell Lord. He's in. He basically this is the other thing is if where where's Batman and the Justice League where Maxwell Lord's concerned? Like they're just gonna give her now. If you said, hey, I'll give you Killer Frost. You let me have Maxwell Lord to Batman because she seems to be very concerned about the Justice League and them accepting them. But I do think that Maxwell Lord they they wouldn't just turn him over. To Amanda Waller, they never really – you don't see that, but she has him. She has him in the – and also because of all the people getting out and shit and Bell Rev is a wreck, I don't know that, that Batman would have been like really big with this. But she's there, and he says, listen, you won't let me bleed out. You're not going to let me die uh, because this is when you say welcome to the Suicide Squad, which has been a thing in this, yeah. this thing. You had that and welcome to the Justice League. It's a huge thing, and you can go from there because I know that you, you oh my hated God. this That's so much. Thing is, it's like it's like is this where you say welcome to the uh, Justice Task Suicide Force Squad? X. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, like, it no, actually, yeah. Talents would be wasted at Task Force X, but you're perfect for Task Force X I or yeah. Task Force Eleven. 11? What am I supposed to say here? Task Force Xy. But it is. It's like like we said, Task Force X is such a cool name. It really is. Uh, Task Force X I. Uh, you know, I'm actually surprised that by this point in the week. Uh, Joshua Williamson, and maybe he has. I, I would like him to tweet and tell us, or is it is it Task Force 11? Because to me, Task Force 11, first off, you're turning it up to 11, Eric. That's better oh than God. 10. Uh, you have to have 11 members. That's too many for me. Or, uh, the, or this is the 11th incarnation of yeah, Task Force Yeah, or it's Force the 11th. Whatever. Yeah, who knows? It's just hokey. Or is, or is it always been Task Force X, but this is the next level, so it's Task Force XI. Yeah, excellent. And I will say it's again, just a hokey ass can somebody get, you know, I love Howard Porter, but again, he, he, right, he's kind of got a middle of the road Amanda Waller. She's not really fat. I mean, she's no. a, Amanda Waller's all over the place. Uh, the thing that I said, I actually really like the idea of Maxwell Lord being in control of like almost like a Rick Flag to a X Force, you know, Task Force XI that he can get instead of the neck bombs now, he can control them and kind of lead them the way he was doing the original Suicide Squad. Like, uh, but they set him up though to hate Amanda Waller. In my mind, he'd never 
do this for her. Uh, I don't. You think we're going to ever see Task Force XI? They spelled it out, so I'd have to say they have to at some you, point. You think so? I mean, if they're going to do anything, would it be that they're a villain to Task Force X? Or that? It's just, I, I don't expect to see them. I, I think really they're going to bring out some like big bad characters that somehow are going to be even like more powerful than what they have with the Suicide yeah, Squad, just, and this will be their answer to something big bad coming yeah, down just, the line. So uh, I get here's the thing: you want to, you want to, if I guess. You'll, you might see Test Force XI be thrown out when they have the huge event. If it is, yeah. the Watchmen come out. Yeah, they'll be just another team. They'll have a Suicide Squad book uh, where Test Force X and XI, and hey, what the hell, maybe Rustum and all these, because we did go over that. They do show while Maxwell Lord's talking about what happened. They show what all the... Uh, the and original I'm telling you, the Suicide one thing, though, Emerald Empress up. is fucking pisses me off because she's going away. It's like, Emerald Empress is free to find whatever she was searching for. And, like, the eye, it's crumbling. It's the only thing keeping me in this time. Like, I was pretty sure that the eye was the only thing that was keeping you from going back. Yeah, and it seemed like when she was saying this about the eye before, it was if the eye shatters, there's no way I can get back to my time. And Here it does look shatters, like she's going to be sent back immediately. It seems yeah, she's like. going to be sent back immediately. And now are they calling out because it looks like it's shattered. Shattering, yeah, uh, but we're gonna news. deal with it. We're gonna deal with it in Supergirl. They did yeah. say so. If if they did not have that, I would have been like, "You son of bitches! You're you're gonna just have her disappear now." But it, it, she must be doing something in Supergirl. So we'll see. Uh, Johnny Sorrow's mask is there. Uh, remain, like, Johnny Sorrow's mask remained behind. But what would happen if someone else were yeah. to put that one on? Yep, and you see someone about to put it on. Somebody's being did, did you hear that? It. Hear what? The mask. It's yeah. whispering about it's a lost funny society. Too. It's weird. If, if, and I'm telling you, Johnny Sorrow's mask is talking in my mind about the Justice Society of America. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. And then Dr. Polaris is there. He's like, oh, my God. He's taking a helmet off. Me. He's realized, yeah, he's oh, like, my what, God, they what turned me into Polaris again. And you have Rustum looking down on Amanda which Waller's leads, Which kids, leads which into leads, the freaking yeah. tie-in it for uh, Suicide Squad. And week. then you have what appears to be uh, Flash. Or not Flash, freaking Shazam. It looks like Billy. He's it, it out. It's a little boy. Yeah, it's just a little boy. But yeah, uh, parts of the Heart of Darkness well, land. Say though, it looks like there's a little boy and his father who are hiking in Antarctica. Yeah, they look to be. But I'm telling you, I just thought it looked like Billy Batson for some reason. I'm like, oh, God. But yeah, it's just, these are just hints of what, what might go down later yeah, with all the people the that of- happen. Yeah, and it's okay. But uh, overall, I just... It, it wasn't bad. Uh, it, this isn't a horrible ending. It just it irritates me that it all sets forced. up the JLA. And really, if you are not planning on reading the JLA, had, you know you're you know hey I, I this big event I love it Rebirth's first event, and you're not planning on reading the JLA. I think you're going to be very pissed about yeah. this in general because it's leading into another book, and you'd be like, what the fuck? What was this? But this is like us having an advertisement for the goddamn Lost Boys podcast in our spotlight, Eric. We, we don't need that, right? But no. it just to me, this was all just an advertisement now to start a. a new book and that's the thing is it really needed to become that bridge to get us to this point and at the end of the day that's all it really was 
And yeah. maybe, you know, throw little hints of stuff that might also come out. Yeah, you that comes down the line. Of these but lost prisoners. To me, again, and like we Task said. Task Force XI. Yep, XI. Like we said, it is more of a crossover when it all came down to it than a real event to me. Uh, though yeah. th- this really was head and shoulders better than the Monster Men, which oh, was the, God, you know, yeah, the first so crossover. So I didn't mind it. It's just, in, in this finale, it was a little lackluster and kind of got me a little angry. Uh, I did like Howard Porter's art. Uh, I, I liked Howard Porter's art for the most part, but some of the like pages seemed rushed at times. Yeah, some of them did. Uh, that here's the thing: he has a very pencil-heavy style, Eric. That yeah, sometimes heard, it heard does that. end up looking like that. But in general, I always do like his art. I, I really like that full page of all the the teams talking oh, together cool. and stuff like that and he but has a very specific page, I, I like the idea of it i don't think it's drawn very yeah, well I like that it. page. it's his specific style i enjoy his uh, style it's it's pretty much the justice league 3000 justice league 3001 <laughs> style and i always like yeah. that style and if you don't like that style you're probably going to hate this i do <laughs> really like that style so and i i like it but uh what did you give it i gave it a six out of ten a six out of ten yes yeah, you you kind of cut out. We are. I apologize oh, for a bit too. We we have a little bit of a technical difficulties, Eric. Our connection is kind of in and out tonight. But uh, I'd give it a. Here's the thing. Uh, we bad mouth it all. I still think I'm going to give it a seven. Uh, just right. because I did like the overall thing. I liked how it ended. It just was forced. And I'm. Here's the thing. The problem being is. I'm looking forward to the Justice League book, the Justice League of America book, actually. I, I actually am, uh, despite what I thought when the thing was initially announced and the team, after reading these one-shots, I'm looking forward to it. So I think that I, I'm adding like an extra point just because the forced nature of it is forcing me into a book I was already going to get. But if you, if you aren't going to get the Justice League of America or really hate things like that, you can go with a six with Eric because I, I do believe that as well. Uh, but, yeah, it was okay. But we will uh, end this spotlight, Eric. Spotlight is over. Uh, congratulations. You made it through it. I didn't think we were going to remember how to do one. It's been Yeah, weeks, man. I'm freaking, but I'm guessing, you know, just it's time to turn on that freaking space hog and get the hell out of here. <laughs> is that how we're going to end? Well, I do want to tell, well, I want to tell everybody what we're going to be talking about in the main podcast. If you haven't been listening to our big podcast, I said it can get up to 10 hours. Don't let the, you know, the length fool you or uh, not fool you, we're scare general. you. Uh, give us a shot, Eric. Just give us a shot. We're nice guys. We, we talk no, comics. Not. We don't talk about nonsense. We don't curse, right? No. Yeah, we do. It's not very safe for work or for children. Eric, for we anybody. Never, we never set out to be that. No, we're pieces of shit is basically what we are, but we love Garbage comics. people. We love the comics, and this is what we're going to talk about, and this is where I was talking. You'll listen to this list of, of comics we're going to talk about this week, and uh, just just sit there and nod your head and say, boy, it, even though I hate these guys, they, they do put out a good effort. Uh, we'll have Action Comics number 972 that ends the... Uh, what is it? The, Men of Steel arc. Men of Steel arc. That ends that. Uh, Batgirl number seven. Uh, Bat- Batman Beyond number four. We might see a little change of costumes, Eric. A little change of costumes. Blue Beetle number five. And I'll tell you, Eric is a little more positive on Blue Beetle this a week. A little bit more. Uh, Deathstroke, Not a lot of dialogue. <laughs> Deathstroke number 11, where you'll hear me talk about an issue that I it, – it's – Kind of an issue against gun violence and violence in general, and I, I did not like it as much as some of the other reviewers. What are you not talking for about? Shock this value. Be the freaking issue of 2017. Everyone's darling. 
Yeah, it is. I didn't. It's not shock value. I just I thought it was heavy handed and a little confusing of what the message was, Eric. I was confused. I'm a dummy, though. I get confused a lot. <laughs> Detective Comics 949, which is the end of the Bat Batwoman Begins that leads into her book. Uh, we will have Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps number 13, which seems like a, a little aside, Eric, a little clip show for us. Uh, more we, than a little aside, it's a whole big aside. Yeah, it is a big aside. Uh, big aside. Hellblazer number six. <laughs> Not much going on there either. Uh, yeah. Justice League of America Killer Frost number one. So coming out of the event and that and leading into JLA, we have that last. That is the last of the one shots of that. Uh, it's funny too. In my app that I do, it does not say rebirth for that. Did it say it on the book? Yes. I, I do. Okay, so that makes sense. Just League versus Suicide Squad number six, which uh, we just talked about. That'll also be in there. You got Odyssey of the Amazons number one. Ooh. It was an Odyssey, all right. I'll tell you. Whoo! They're having problems getting back to Thamascara. I was having problems getting to the last page. Eric, there's a little hint. I'm throwing shade, YOLO. Six-pack and Dogwilder, hard-traveling heroes number six. That ends that mini-series. Suicide Squad number 10, which is a tie-in to this book that we just talked about. Uh, Teen Titans number four. Don't know anything about it. I haven't read that yet. Flash number five is more rogues action in the Flash. Uh, Obviously, it's Joshua Williamson, and I'll give you a little hint. I liked it. Uh, The Commodity Challenge number one. Big Kamandi fan you are, Eric. Big oh, yeah. Kamandi fan. But I'll tell I people as well. Jack the King no, you, Kirby. you like Jack the King Kirby. God uh, damn it. I will tell people, though, you were surprised that you liked this as much as you I'm did. Sorry, I really hate Kamandi, and I've ne- always been opposed to it just because yeah. it's always been a ripoff of Planet of the Apes to me, but it's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad, but yet it seems like a 100% ripoff of the Planet of the Apes now. And uh, the last always book. Always has been. Yes, the last book is Wonder Woman number 15. I love that cover. I'm looking at it now again with her in the straight jacket. The thing uh, is, it's, it looks good. I keep looking at it because I have the print edition of it. It's sitting yeah. right next to my chair, and I yep. like just that face staring at me. Yeah, but I like the face staring because it does look like they've medicated like, her a bit. I'm like, I Diana, mean, you dopey-looking fuck. Yeah, she looks doped up. Uh, she really does. But, yeah, if you tune into our regular podcast, we also talk some news Though I don't know if we're going to this week because we're on vacation, Eric. You're lying. Uh, yes, we also uh, read every listener email that we get and also have rant and raves. So, yeah, join us for a 10-hour extravaganza that we promise. It'll probably irritate you at some point, and you'll probably want to kill us. But, yeah, probably. we do that. But, yeah, Eric, I'm going to I'm gonna get the space hog out. Let's, let's turn that spotlight off let's and turn, turn up that, that space hog on. on. Put the space hog on. Off we go.